Thank you all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors, Noble Networking, Derm Dude, Par Hopper Golf Apparel, uh, Gridiron Coffee, Two Pilots Distillery, uh, Project Canine Hero, Creative Vets. Thank you all for all that you do for our vets and everything. we got a special pro- uh, surprise coming up for you all soon. Uh, we also have two days left in our truck raffle, so if you have not got a ticket, we've got like 26 left. You should get one of those now. And uh, knife a month underscore shop on Instagram. Shout out to our management and distribution company, Red Circle. Thank you for everything that you do and putting a little change in my pocket every month. Uh, today's show is going to be fun for me. I am all the time telling you guys how special the young talent is in Georgia. I've got two young boys that sitting here with me. That uh, one I wrote a song with, one I'm going to write a song with later, all of us. And uh, his girlfriend's kicking him in the leg right fucking now. I don't know why she kicked you in the leg like her ass couldn't get on the damn camera. Um, I don't know, it's not that special. I mean, it's just a podcast. Uh, But anyway, uh, I want to introduce y'all to uh, Mr. Aaron Brown has been on the show. What's going on? What's up, big fella? And Mr. R.J. Sanders. What's up, fella? What's up? Uh, I'm glad you finally made it here, R.J. It ain't like I've been... uh, Avoiding you or anything. It's glad <laughs> to be here. Uh, so I'm going to tell a story real fast about RJ. Pull your mic just a little bit closer to you. Yeah, just pick it up on the side. There you go. You're good. Um, so I have uh, shared on the show a lot how weird I am about like opening demos from people because uh, I don't like hurting people's feelings. Uh, I just I think it's rude. Like I, don't, I like everybody chase their dreams and shit, but I'm weird about like local shit. Because the last thing I want is like somebody coming up to me in Walmart and be like, you didn't listen to my kid's shit. Or you like didn't like my kid's shit. Because I'm going to give somebody my honest opinion on their shit. So for the longest, I wouldn't listen to your stuff. Because I was like, this kid is from here. I'm scared shitless that somebody's mom or dad's going to beat my ass in public if I'm like, I don't like this. Then, a couple weeks ago, somebody sent me a video of RJ playing at Wild Wings. And I was like, fuck, this kid's been sending me his shit for like a while now, and this kid's good. Then, next week, he's playing at Cashman's, and I went to go watch him. Fucking even better. Then to find out he's opening up for uh, our buddy Trey Lewis. Yeah. Uh, so I went and saw him then, too. And uh, my bad, RJ. You're fucking good, dude. Well, I fucked I up. It. I missed that one. My bad. So maybe I do start opening up some demos. <laughs> My my bad. I appreciate you uh, inviting me out and all, and glad to for you to finally come see me too. You know, you talked a whole lot more Saturday night when I saw you. Oh, I was about drunk. <laughs> Maybe we should have got you drunk before we started yeah. this. Uh, but uh, I get a couple more in me. I open up. Well, I hope so. I hope so. You was a goddamn rock star last time I saw you. You could tell you a damn thing. I was. Shaking my ass on stage and doing, I was gone when I got up there singing with Trey. Oh, I remember. I remember. I loved it. Don't worry, buddy. We've all been there. We, 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 uh, we have all been there. Uh, hey, it, it's part of the territory. Uh, but no, like I was trying to, I tell people all the time, uh, as much as I love Nashville, I think that there's a whole new wave of, uh, I think it's going to be a changing of the guard to where I don't think a lot of people's fixing needed anymore. And I think that a lot of people like me are fixing to pop up to where they're going to start trying to find young talent to work with that are 
especially in Georgia, because it just seems like everybody you meet in Nashville is from Georgia. Well, you got a lot of good singers that made it all from Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many of y'all, like, what are you, 21? Yep. And you're 21? Yeah, 21. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm fixing to put my little hooks into some of y'all, and we're going to do something special. You know what the difference between Cochran, Georgia, and Muscle Shoals is? Nothing. Nothing. They, that's it. I, I'm telling you, like, there's right. literally nothing. It's somebody took the time and effort to make Muscle Shoals into what it is. Now, it's a pipe dream, but you get enough musicians that come together, enough people that are talented to come together, and all of a sudden you've got something special. The only reason why Nashville is anything, or still it is something, but the only reason why it is special is because you had a lot of dreamers that come together, a lot of people that are chasing the same goal. And that's the only bad thing about here now, like even for me, is it's hard to get people, even like all three of us together right now, you don't have people that's wanting to sit down and write music. You don't have people that's wanting to put out content, that's wanting to further their careers. There's nothing wrong with somebody working a nine-to-five. I, I salute everybody who wants to get up and, and do that. Hell, every I mean, the world needs it. But I, to me, I don't want to work a nine-to-five. I want to try to do something special in my life. Am I probably going to fail and have to file bankruptcy by 40? Absolutely. <laughs> or I'm going to do something special and go out chasing my dream. And make millions. Probably. That would be nice. <laughs> That, I'm not banking on it, but it'd be fucking nice. But I did, there's something to be said about folks that that want to chase their dreams. I love seeing y'all up on stage. I love seeing folks that want to do that. And there's got to be more of that around here. You uh, you know our buddy David McMahon. Yeah. He's another one um, that's, that's y'all's age, man. There's too much of it here. Kayla Pippen, yeah. she, she's young. Hannah, yeah, Hannah's yeah. young. There's so much of that young talent here. I feel like I'm end up being like grandpa to y'all. Right. I yeah, that's I, true. I, I do because like I'm I, the stuff that I want to do here, like putting the studio together, being able to record, being able to produce, and everything. I'm gonna have to have, no offense, test dummies. I'm gonna have to learn to produce on people. And you know the best thing about that is when you're learning to to do that. I'm not going to charge y'all. It's let's do some cool shit together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's write together. Let's have some fun. And uh, let's also, I always say this, like when we was in Nashville last week, one of the things that I try to push with all my friends, and I get this, I get asked a lot by them, is like, why do you help? Because some of them's got like, let's just say one of them is, is a female that's been on the show a couple of times. She doesn't have a very big social media following, but she's so talented. She's fucking amazing. And she doesn't understand in her mind because everybody charges you for everything up there. It's like, why do you take the time to have me on your show? Nothing that I'm doing is going to help you. And it's like, you're my friend. I don't believe that if I'm succeeding, I think my friends are supposed to succeed. I I think that success to me is dragging all my friends along. Or somebody's succeeding like Trey. Trey wants to see all of us succeed with him. Oh, that's what yeah, success man. is to me. It's all of us doing it together. It won't mean a damn thing if I do it by myself. Right. So why not all of us build together and come up with something special? Right. You're right. Especially well, what you're saying going back to with the talent, you're talking about the talent ain't just here. The talent's like up here, here, yeah. around here. I oh, tell yeah, you, the talent's not just right down the middle. It's like Hannah. Hannah's been my manager for about a year now. 
that's probably one of the best songwriters I've ever been a part of. I'm telling you, she's got great songs. She's green. We're all green here. Uh, we're all young. But, hey, we don't have that subpar talent. We got the talent that's up here that can make it somewhere, in my opinion. No, you're, you're right. Uh, when you get to uh, when you get to Nashville, I always kind of tell a joke that the best person you see on Broadway was the 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 best small town person in Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's sure. it's stupid. It, I mean, it really is. Some of the best people you're going to see in Nashville play in those. Blaine Bunning is one of my best yeah. friends in this world, and Blaine Bunning is a bad bad man. He's only a couple years older than y'all, and he plays the best shows that you're going to see on Broadway. He's also a great songwriter. You're going to hear him whenever Savannah comes out in a couple months. Mm, yeah. You're going to hear him on radio. Like, and sure. it's, it's only going to keep rising from there for this guy. He looks like, he looks like a young, uh, Tracy Lawrence. He's fugly. I mean, his, I mean, he is a fugly individual, but the son of a bitch can sing. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. son of a bitch can sing, sing. And there's this, He's the best at what he does. You've got people like fucking Matt McKinney. Matt yeah. McKinney probably hasn't touched Broadway in forever. Matt McKinney, I don't know if you know who he is. He uh, he's one of wrote Dick down in Dallas. He's he's got a publishing deal. He just got him writing with Kid Rock a couple weeks ago. I mean, he's got some number ones. I'm not some number ones, but he's got some big cuts. Yeah, he's he's been on the show. He's just a badass dude. Everybody wants to write with this guy. He goes and watches Blank. Like he, the talent that's here and the talent that's coming up here is different. And Blaine's just, I think Blaine's like the front runner for, for it, but y'all are good. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some refining you got to do it, but it's just like anything else. Yeah. But I, I see it with you guys. Well, um, every time, like I've only been playing guitar for two years now and hell, I ain't even playing gigs for a year yet. But I mean, every, every time I'm on stage, Every time I sit down and with one of my buddies and play guitar, I feel like I learn something, I get better. And I mean, that's just that's all it's going to take is like a little bit of time. And you know, I've never had any lessons on anything like guitar, singing, nothing. It's just trial and error. Yeah. It don't it doesn't take much, dude. You you surprised me the other night. You did, especially. There's a like I said, there's a changing of the guard coming. It changes every couple of years where music rotates back to something else. 90s was a certain vibe. What it is now is a certain vibe, but I think it's coming back around to something else now. And I feel like you've got more, Aaron, you've got like the Luke Combs, but it's more soulful type of thing that's it's always going to be relevant. you got like this old school, RJ. Like, and I think from talking to your mom and dad and everything, like the way that they brought you up listening to the shit that you play, that old school shit, I think that's kind of like the next move with it too. We could teach you some old school shit because you yeah, already got it in you. Yeah, we write you some old school music to play. Shit, and that's that's uh that sad stuff. We sit here and teach you how to write some sad songs. Yes, we, we'll yes. see. We'll teach yes. you how to write some fucking sad songs. Uh, Definitely, and put it to your voice. Yeah, shit. Man. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, I'm. I think a lot of people too. They just don't realize. I think a lot of people are like me that until you go, what you did the other night and what Aaron does is more like the writer's rounds that I go watch in Nashville. A lot of people around here don't sit there and pay attention to a voice. They want to sit there, they want to party. They don't really know what they're looking for. 
They were like, I want to hear Garth Brooks for the 19th hundred fucking time. Morgan Wallen. Yeah, they want to hear that shit. They don't know what they're looking for. They don't. That's not what... Aaron knows what I'm trying to say. There's certain things you're looking for. Yeah. You two, you two guys are some of the few that I've heard. David's got the same thing. Yeah. I should have told David's dumbass how I'm sitting here thinking, but he's right. supposed to do a show with the Hurst, Ranch Hands. Yeah, yeah we, we moved that, but the Ranch Hands are going to be here in the next couple weeks, those Hell four yeah. guys. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's certain things you're looking for, and yeah. yeah. It's kind of like why me and Josh are so good friends. We have the same appreciation for everything. A lot of people down in – I live in Baxley, Georgia. It's about an hour and 30 minutes away from here. When I go playing back, so like what Josh is saying with the ride around stuff, there's like maybe one or two people who are really interested in what's going on there, especially with the voice. But everybody else would be like, hey, can you play Dinosaur? Can you play this? There's nothing wrong with those songs. I know, I we play love those them. songs. But I'm, 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 I'm to the point now to where in my career, I've been doing this thing for three years now. I've been doing live shows for a year. To the point where I'm at now is I want – my music to change people's lives. I, I'm kind of getting out of that cover stage, even though with the music business, especially in country music, you've got to learn how to mix in your own music with covers. Cause if you play all covers, unless you're Morgan Wallen or Hardy, people ain't going to pay yeah. and be like, especially with what I do. I want my music to change somebody's life. Cause I'm not trying to do this in the business to where I just want to get famous and get big and all that. Just be notarized. I want my music to change somebody's life. And that's the mentality we got to have. And that's what Josh is trying to do here. See, like you, you're damn great. My, Trey, me and Trey's been best friends for we've been friends for what two years now, and you're probably the best opener I've seen in a long time. Well, Especially with Trey, you're great, dude. You're awesome. You can make it somewhere. And John, what Josh is trying to do, and he's already helped me a lot. This Whiskey Day song we wrote the other day, man, I'm telling you, Josh, you can take this way you want to. It's a top 10 hit for sure. I think it can be. I think, in the right I, hands. I think it needs a just. The, a tad bit uh, of work. Change the bridge a little bit on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. No, we, I, I got, yeah. I, we got a lot of compliments on it so Oh, far. definitely. We, I've had over, like, TikTok. It went big on TikTok. Not like, very big, but, like, a couple thousand. But li- what Josh is trying to do here is, like, he's appreciating the talent that's here, and he wants to help us out because he's done, you know what I mean? Like, he's what he is, and he's trying to help us out. So, you know well, what I, I mean? I'm, I'm more interested in, like, the legacy of stuff. Right. I'm not interested in what might be... Like, here's my thing. Is all my friends that are in music, you've got some of the most talented people I've ever seen. Like, let's, I'll just take Dustin Heron's punk ass. Dustin Heron is one of the best songwriting, singing, good men I've ever met. Jesse Wayne Taylor, Lee Tucker, yeah. Mark Orient, all these guys that I'm just fortunate enough to be around. Right? Maybe Nashville or whatever, maybe they don't fit a certain mold. So maybe they don't get the respect or whatever that they should. And that's not fair to me. So the difference between them and certain people is I know how to play the social media game. I'm good at the social media game. They happen to be a little bit older. So it's kind of hard to teach an old dog new tricks. You know what it's not hard to teach, though? Young guys, how to play the game. So, we all play the game together. Everybody works together. Jesse Wayne Taylor teaching me how to write music. So, I'm not bad at it. I'm really enjoying it. But I have to have people around here 
because I'm still learning to play the guitar. I can't play it for shit yet. And my fingertips are just, they're not calloused up yet enough where I can try that hard, to be honest with you. I'm trying about as fucking hard as I can right now. But it's where you guys, we can sit down here, find a melody, work together. We, I've got the ideas. Uh, like I said, I just want to see people succeed. I want us to all work together. And I don't want it to be where we're just working to get. Every, there's so many of my friends up there that are jaded. Because yeah. they've wrote that song that should have been a top ten. That should have fucking blew up. But, but it you didn't know, have the publicity. But it didn't have the publicity. Yeah. Well, here's the fucking reverse of it, though. We've already got the platform between the show, social media following, and everything else. We say, fuck Nashville in the nicest way possible, and we play the game our own damn way. We do what Trey Lewis did. Yeah. We do what Priscilla Block did. Mm -hmm. And both of them were already super talented in the first place. But we do it our own damn way. And it helps everybody. Because right. the worst thing that's going to happen is something's going to blow up, and then everybody has a piece of it. And then let's say we write something or we put something out on social media and somebody like a, a Morgan Wallen or a Hardy wants to buy it. Y'all know the story of Jake Owens and the and uh, Eight Second Ride? Nope. All right. Guy who wrote that is fucking one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. Guy who wrote Eight Second Ride, him and his wife were fussing in the kitchen one day. And uh, he was like, look, honey, they were broke as fuck. And it was pretty much like her telling him, you got to quit music. You got to quit writing songs. You ain't never done shit. You've been chasing this dream for so long. We are broke. We don't have shit. Eight Second Ride had been cut by Jake. He, the guy who wrote it had never saw a check or nothing. He goes out to the mailbox to take a break from fussing with her. Walks out there, opens up his first royalty check from Eight Second Ride. Mm -hmm. Goes in the kitchen, slaps the check on the counter, don't say a fucking word to her, and walks off. It's for $80,000. She don't ever say another goddamn word to him. <laughs> yeah. It don't take, I mean, it, it takes hard work. It takes dedication. It takes tape, like paying your dues. You have to. But also, if you have like a cheat code to something, and right now there's so many people that aren't talented that are making a killing off social media. Definitely. Why not say, fuck those people? Why not put the talented people out there? There's, I would rather put, I would rather, I get mad. I've had some people that aren't talented use my show to promote songs. Yeah. And I didn't know it at the time, but it did. And even like one of my friends, Brian Martin. Brian Martin, who is just a bad son of a bitch. First time I met him, he was helping somebody else write songs at the time. And he's sitting in this studio. And I had to tell him, I was like, dude, you're so much better than that. I don't know what the hell you're doing. A year and a half later, that other dude ain't even being talked about anymore. And Brian Martin's opening up for Clay Walker and Frank Foster. And right now he's got a song in the top 50. Because he gambled on himself and said, fuck that, I'm doing... Even though I'm not the prettiest looking fella, Brian, if you're listening to this, you're fugly too. But you but you can write a fucking good song. Like, 
you can break the standard. You can do shit yourself. If yeah. not, if nothing else, between working in radio and doing what I do now, I've got an education in marketing and everything else that I didn't have to pay a dollar for. I got paid for this shit. And now I want to kind of like give it back. And it ain't just out of kindness in my heart now. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to make some money off of it. But I'm going to build something. Like Raising Grace Studios, I, I say it all the time, this isn't just me. Like I'm leaving something to Gracie. This is a family. Like this is a family business, but it's not just me and Gracie. It's everybody that comes in that door. Everybody's got a piece of this. And that's what I want it to be. Like me and Aaron, um, Whiskey Days doesn't happen without Aaron. Like I might have done the majority of the writing, but it does not happen without him. Like him coming in here and him finding the melody, him finding, helping out with a good bit of it. It does not happen. It doesn't get heard because I can't sing. I can't play. He's it, We're 50-50 on that as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't happen without him. And that's where the more people we get associated with us, the better shit. Creativity drives creativity. So the more creative people that are talented in the same room together, shit. I ain't no telling. That's right. That's right. Anyway, y'all play me a song, so I'll shut the fuck up. Because uh, I don't know if y'all can tell, but my hangover's gone. Nice. Uh, oh, my hangover's <laughs> gone now. I feel great. All the drugs have kicked in. Um, oh, boy. And the whiskey's kicked in. My face is hot. Oh, oh hey, hold on a second. Let's plug. Uh, who wants to go first? You can. You said you already hooked up. Yeah, you go ahead. We got that. Let me make sure that's unmuted. Sure, we straight over here, brother. We are good. Let me mute. Let me nice. mute Keith Whitley. Love smoke Keith. You know what I was listening to the other night? What's that? Charlotte, North Carolina song. We was listening oh, to the other night. Boy, oh, boy, shit. I listened man, to Man, you talking about the wordplay of that song, man? Oh, my God. So this song we'll do right quick. This is one of my first original songs that me and Hannah Milliken done. That's my manager. And, uh... This song was written, uh, she was going through an experience with somebody she was talking to, and it kind of related to me as well. This one's called Promise Me. This one's coming out pretty soon. Hope y'all like this one. Well, the night is young. And so are we I know how you get when you're drinking whiskey I'll tell the band not to play slow songs So I can have you to myself all night long and I catch your eyes wandering his way Conversations change Do you remember my name? I'm not asking you to change your ways I'm asking you to stay
I don't want to stand in your way Don't get up on your feet Cause it feels right Promise me You won't dance with him Tonight Well you don't know How bad it hurts I surely would tell you If I could find the words I can get up and leave Oh, that will do some damage But I'll sit right here and ask The bartender For another bandage Well, I'm not asking you to change your ways I'm asking you to stay I don't stand in your way Don't get up on your feet Cause it feels right Promise me You won't dance with him Tonight I'm not asking you to change your ways I'm asking you to stay here with me well, I'm not wanna stand in your way Don't get up on your feet Cause it feels right Promise me you won't dance with him tonight. That a boy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, brother. That was actually history fact that was the first song me and hannah, hannah ever wrote together back in uh april of last year hell yeah so hope y'all liked that one's coming out soon on apple and all that stuff yes yes thank you so much let me let me mute that go ahead and yeah. switch that uh go ahead and switch go that ahead and mute that right quick for sure uh, there you go switch it over gonna take your fucking time <laughs> <laughs> Don't make my fat ass bend over too goddamn long. That's no, fine. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. Oh fuck. You don't have to. You can play whatever you want whenever you get ready to play. Just tell us why you play it before you play it. All right. You want to talk a little bit? We play. 
I don't care what the fuck you do. <laughs> what the fuck you want to do? It don't matter. I just know I need to get to writing. Oh, we so can write. So uh, we're definitely going to write tonight, bud. I hope you ain't got nothing to do all night. Because no, because I've got, I've got about six or seven ideas that coming back from Nashville in the past couple of days I've wrote down that I've been waiting on Aaron. And then uh, when I found out that, that like you were coming over tonight, I, I don't know. I just think like uh, I'm always a, I'm a weird, weird person if you can't tell by now. I always like like puzzle pieces. And I think like shit lines up the way it's supposed to if you don't force it. Like there's been folks that uh, how do I put this and not sound like a complete dickhead, even though I am. <laughs> um, there's people that ever they see the folks that I'm around, and they're always like, "Hey, I really want to come hang out at the studio, and I want to do something with you," but it's almost like they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Correct. And it's almost like. Bitch, I know why you're asking this question now. Like, we ain't friends. Like, I know why you're asking this. Like, you're trying to sneak your ass in the back door to meet somebody else. And, like, my friend circle, shit. I'm tight with the people. Everybody thinks, like, I'm friends with a lot of folks. I am not. Like, I have acquaintances, and then I have friends. I understand that completely. You know what I'm saying? Like, the people that I am close to, that I am loyal to, that I love... I will go to the end. I am a loyal ass dog too. I will bite the fuck out of you for. Like, but the people that are just an acquaintance to me, I might not walk across the goddamn street for. Like, I like seriously. And it's very obvious what you are to me real quick. And there's a lot of people that I think they're sneaky about it. And they think yeah. that they're they think they're being smooth with me. And there was even like somebody the other night, I'm not going to call him out by name, that wanted to meet Trey. Hmm. And I didn't even know that I was going to end up going to see Trey because I wanted to see Will. I wanted yeah. to see Will Hogue. Um, and then Trey, like, I was like, well, this is going to just line up perfect to where I can see. I can have best of both worlds by the end of the night. Right. And uh, that person ended up being at Crazy Bull. And they were like, hey, the dude was like, hey, you want to introduce me to Trey? I really want to show him this song. And I was drunk by then. And I and I was like, fuck no. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know if he even remembers me. And of course, he's he on does. stage. He's on stage and he's like, Josh Terry, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It is like, okay, my bad. Yeah. It was but yeah. um I just like how shit lines up. And it just seems like the way that things are going right now. I, I wanna I wanna all sit down and ride together. Oh, yeah. So maybe the fact that you ain't wrote a lot together, maybe like all of us. Writing together, I think it'll probably be something good. And it's happening tonight, brother. Yeah. Right. Hey, I don't know what time you got to be at work in the morning. I go to college. He's got to be at work. He's got to be at All right. Where, where do y'all live at? Twigs, Blake, Line. About 12 miles from here. About 12 miles from here. Do y'all ride together? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. There's a couch right here. You can sleep there till in the morning. Because <laughs> we start writing, we writing. Yeah, we, 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 we ride. We ride. But hey, that's how it. Ain't going home till the sun comes up. Hey, look, it's I'm probably going to happen. What we do, what probably we do so. is we we lock these doors. We we go over the ideas and then we figure out what works best. What happened this last time is we were on the way to the liquor store and we figured out both of us was kind of like in a heartbroken mood. And that's what happened. We was kind of like both in a heartbroken mood and uh an idea popped up and we was, and I was like, "Man, today just seems like a whiskey day." And next thing you knew, song 
Yeah. I'd already wrote the first like first, first little half, bit of it yeah. the night before, but we didn't have whiskey days. Yeah. And then it was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. I've been like that before. I've been on the way home and I'll think of an idea and I'm like, I need to write that down. And that's what I've been told. Anytime you get just two or three words oh, dude. an idea. Yeah, just write I, it down. Take that notepad on your phone. It don't matter if it's just a line, if it's just an idea. Dustin Heron is the funniest person in the world to me about this. He doesn't do that. He does the voice memo. Yeah. But he goes back, and like he was sharing one of them with me the other night, and he was blacked out drunk in uh, the voice memo he shared with me. He shares the concept of the idea with himself. Like, so he'll think of something while he's drunk, okay. and, he, and he'll say it. Okay. So it's not just he'll give you the line, but he'll give you the idea behind the line. Because that's my problem, is I'll write something down drunk, and the next day I'm like, where the hell did that come where from? Where the fuck? Yeah, like, I, that doesn't sound bad, but what am I talking about? And so now I yeah. it's like, maybe I do need to do voice memos. Like Maybe that maybe that maybe that's also why Dustin Heron is such a badass songwriter, though. Dustin Harrington for fucking right now. Well, see, that's one of my things. Like when I'm, when I'm trying to write or something, I'll, I'll come up with something and I'll say something. I'm like, okay, that's good. And then I'll like try to write it down. And I forget what I say, so that I sometimes have to record myself yeah. while I'm trying to do it. The main thing that has been taught to me, like, and I've only been doing it for like two months, so it's not like I'm a fucking professional or anything. Now, listen, I'm having to not be embarrassed or shy about it. That's like the main thing that it keeps getting pushed on me is you might not even have a great idea, but write it down if you think it's decent. And a, a whole Lee Tucker tells the story all the time that when he first moved to Nashville, he thought that every song that he was ever going to play or record was supposed to be wrote by himself. That is not even close to how it works. I feel like Nashville is just a cover town. That's all they want to hear. Well, the party goers. Yeah. They yeah. want to go out and hear covers. But as far as like the songwriters and stuff go, like they, a lot of people think that all the songs are usually wrote by just, like if you hear Morgan Wallen and Hardy, I guess they're kind of weird because they write a lot they, of their own stuff. Say, yeah. But like a lot of the other artists, they, you might hear a whole Jason Aldean album and it not be a single song he wrote on there or yeah. a Luke Bryan album yeah. and it not be a single song they wrote on there. And it might be one song that was written by six people. Like, it takes a group of people to end up coming up with one song sometimes. And so it might be that one little chunk that you came up with, but that one little chunk could be the piece that Aaron's missing yeah. or that I'm missing. You never know. And then what's crazy about it is if you got that one little chunk, it is an equal cut. It don't get divided up. It's literally an equal cut among everybody. Yep. So... It's you always write down that that one little piece, cause you never know. I mean, you you hell you you never ever know. I write. There's so many stupid ass notes in my phone since Jesse started working with me on writing shit. It's stupid. I go back and read some of it, and I don't even know what the hell I talk about most times. And then it's like, okay, that one's not bad. Like that that one's one of the ones I want to sit down and actually play with. It's kind of like In the Dark when me and Hannah and my buddy Tim the Rainbow wrote In the Dark. That was just a stupid idea that came up. We were all drunk yeah. one night, and you saw how that turned out. That's a out. great college bar song, though. Oh, it's a great song. I think. I until, think until the wrong person hears it. Until the wrong person hears it. Yeah. <laughs> but what fucked. I was saying is, but yeah. 
Then the I, career I might, that you want to have is. I may, I may have a walling moment here and get cut off, but still. Uh, you, you will if you play that one in front of the wrong person Ooh, and they record God. you. Uh, but anyway, what are you going to play and why? Well, I've been sitting there thinking, and uh, I want to play some Tyler Childers. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I'm going to play it is because, like, I mean, this guitar wouldn't be in my hand if it wasn't for my dad. And my dad yeah. loves this song. And uh, I don't know, it's just a, a very good song, and it reminds me of kind of my dad because he's such a hard worker. And uh, Is it Nose to the Grindstone? Yes. Hell yeah. I knew I liked your fucking daddy. <laughs> I knew I liked your daddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Daddy worked like a mule mining by county coal. Fucked up his back, couldn't work anymore. He said, One of these days you'll get out of these hills. Keep your nose on the grindstone and out of the bills. Just bring you tears Keep the Lord in your heart And you'll have nothing to fear Live the best that you can Don't lie and don't steal Keep your nose on the grindstone Out of the bill Sing it, buddy Well, Daddy, I've been trying I just can't a break, there's too much in this world, can't stand to break. But I remember your words, Lord, they bring me to tears. Keep your nose on the grindstone out of the field. Keep in mind that a man's just as good as his word. It takes twice as long to build bridges you burn. And there's hurt you can cause, time alone cannot heal. Keep your nose on the grindstone out of the bill. Daddy, I've been trying I just can't get your break There's too much in this world Can't seem to break But I remember your words Lord, they bring me to tears Keep your nose on the grindstone Out of the pills Keep your nose on the grindstone That a boy. That a boy.
You also gave me an idea. Yeah. <laughs> and that is Josh Terry for you. I'm telling you. God damn. Uh, nothing they can't teach. Daddies and beers. I definitely got a melody for that. Yeah, there's nothing here. they can't teach. That's good. <laughs> you know how hard it is to pick that shit too. Yeah, I, I'll struggle with it. No, I hey, you, you, you said you're self-taught anyway, right? Yep. And I ain't been playing it for two years, so. dude. <laughs> I don't see why you're bitching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, there's no reason to bitch. You're, you're, you're gonna be just fine, dude. You're gonna be just fine. Doesn't help that you're a pretty boy or hurt that you're a pretty uh, boy either. I'm not fugly. No, no. You, you, <laughs> you don't have the Josh Terry Aaron uh, Brown problem. Yes. No, no. Correct. We've got to he's got to sound good or he's fucked. And I just get yeah. to I just get to, I just get to stand back and just, you know, admire y'all because I can't sing for shit. The good Lord knew not to give me no musical right. talent. Uh hold on, let's let's hook you up. All right. All right, switch it over. I know it's gonna make a horrible fucking noise if I don't mute it. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Childers is not All easy right. to do, sir. That is correct. Well, I've had many people tell me that I—that's my wheelhouse. But I mean, I've—I've—I love Tyler Childers. He's such a great artist. I wouldn't try like your voice. You've got just enough, like a like that rasp, just enough. I wouldn't try to do anything clean. Like, I, I wouldn't do anything clean. I would do anything that probably had, like, some old twang. I like the Clay Walker growl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been I trying to work on that. Not, yeah. Don't do anything that's fucking, that it sounds pretty. Don't do anything pretty. You want it to almost sound like it. It hurts. Yeah. You yeah. feel it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I feel like every Tyler Childers song there is, like, I feel it, you know? And I don't even know what he's talking about. And some of them, but you don't have to. No. That that's the that's the fucking beauty of Tyler Childers, dude. You ever listen to any Sturgill? I haven't. I need to. Sturgill Simpson. If you like the best show I've ever seen in my life, hands down, it was I went to Atlanta last year before COVID hit, and I watched Tyler Childers open up for Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson is the best musician I have ever fucking scene hands down miles apart from anybody else only thing i could ever compare it to is like my daddy's got to see elvis when he was young the way that he played and sang and the way i heard my dad describe elvis is the only way i can describe sturgill simpson the way he played lead and sang and then the spotlight that came down in the arena on him as he did one song Listen to some Sturgill and listen to the roughness in his voice, but how fucking beautiful it is. Boy, I, I'll turn you on to Water in the Well when we get done with this and listen to you do Water in the Well. God damn. I know you got a girlfriend, but you'd have 500. <laughs> Ma'am, I'm sorry. You might love him. Maybe he don't need to play Water in the Well. Because <laughs> that boy plays Water in the Well. It's over with. What you fixing to do? I guess I'm going to do a Chris Stapleton song since we're going to do some covers tonight. Do it. Do whatever you want to. So I, I was listening to the song on the way up here today. I'd actually done this song at a... Oh, I heard you do it when you first got here. Is yeah. That, yeah. I, yeah. I sung this song at a company spot this weekend. Had a great response to it. And uh, we'll go, we'll go back to yeah. the... You go got pee? Go pee. I, say, I, yeah, no. I didn't want to be rude and get up. No, you Shut good. the fuck up. Go piss. Go piss. 
I promise y'all, when y'all are playing, I'm going to get up and go piss. Yeah. Grown-ass men, you ain't got to ask me like I'm a teacher. Yeah. But, That's true. <laughs> next time you got to now. Yeah, but. There's a little story I got behind this song. So uh, this song's called Either Way by Chris Davidson. This this song, song, yes, I love this song, too. It's got a lot of true men into it. And the reason I played this song is because my dad. I'm like RJ. My dad pushed me to do this thing. Like, my dad helps me get guitar, buy guitars and shit. Like, dad's all about me doing music. And he bought this damn CD. And he's he's one of those old dads who has the CDs in his car and listens to one CD on repeat. Yeah. Yep. The best one he can do. The best CD I've ever heard in my life is this one or either the Dangerous album. But I'm going to do Either Ooh. Way. Yeah. I'm going to do this one uh, called Either Way by Chris Tibson. Hope y'all like this one. We pass in the hall on the way to separate rooms We don't even talk To the monthly bills are due We go to work, we go to church We fang them perfect life I'm past the point of give a damn and all the tears I've cried We just can't go on like this Say the word we'll call it quits Baby you can go or you can stay I won't love you either way My bad <laughs> It's been so long since I felt Anything inside these walls You can't hate and you can't hurt when you don't feel at all I used to cry instead of nuns Wondering where it all went wrong It's been so hard but hearts can only hurt for so long We just can't go on like this Say the word, we'll call it quits Baby, you can go or you can stay But I won't love you either way Just can't go on like this. 
say in the world will call quit baby you can go or you can stay but I won't love you either way Had a fucking boy. You gonna make me text me? I ain't fucking supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even fucking gonna be mad about it right now. She fucking will be. Oh, for sure. God damn. Alright, switch that shit over. <laughs> you keep doing shit like that, you ain't getting the guitar back. Damn. My bad. Well, nah, you good. Shit, I do that shit every weekend you talking about. God damn. Oh, I will. Huh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I fucking did it last night. I woke up to it. I got blacked out last night and sent a stupid one. Oh, wow. God damn. To which I, one? That's, to that's which the point. One? That's that's my problem. To which one? No, no. It's that's one in it. particular. I'm fucking a stupid bastard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooked on. I found this stupid song of Keith Whitley's that I did not know existed last Friday night. And my dumb ass has listened to it 8,000 times since Friday night. And it's Keith, it's on his tribute album after he died. Okay. And it's him and Lori Morgan, and it's called I Just Want You. Mm. Yep. And I'm telling you, I have, I don't know how, I have went 34 years of my life being the Keith Whitley fan that I am, and <laughs> did not know that that song existed. I have blared that son of a bitch to the top of my lungs. And that speaker right there, that son of a bitch can get loud. I'm surprised the hospital ain't done got on my ass across the street <laughs> the, the past two nights, me in here working and, uh, and everything. That is, well, if it ain't helping the patients, they can kiss my ass. That's all I can tell them. <laughs> I, I could give a shit less. <laughs> but last night, I was like, you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, you done pissing now? You good? I'm done. You done being rude? <laughs> <laughs> I like fucking with you. What's you gonna do now? Well, uh, well, this is my girlfriend's favorite song, and then um, I talk about you singing something that's gonna get five hundred women. Next thing you know, <laughs> you go play a song for your girlfriend. I love it. That's called a goddamn sweetheart. Now you are gonna have six hundred women after you ask. <laughs> well, and you told me about it too. You. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you got a good one. You got a good one. Uh, yeah. You, you better not let him hang around me too much. <laughs> we're going to me about we're gonna have to keep you. She's going to have to be with us all the time too then. You were telling me about it at Cashman's, and you was telling me to add in the uh, talking part, and I've been working on it. Oh, that. son, I already know what you're fixing to do. But uh, this is You Look So Good in Love by George oh, Strait. He didn't talk. I got so fucking mad at him at Cashman's. I don't talk either when I sing it. You got to talk. No, I ain't. That good at it yet, so we'll see how you it goes. Got to. You got to pretend she's standing in front of you when you do it. Just look right in the eyes and talk to her. The talking's what turn. The talking's the best part of it. That's that grown folk shit.
Oh, how you sparkle, and oh, how you shine. The flush on your cheeks is more than the wine. He must do something that I didn't do. Whatever he's doing, it looks good on you. You look so good in love. You want him? It's easy to see You look so good in love I wish you still wanted me He must have stolen Some stars from the sky And gave them to you To wear in your eyes I've had my chances and I set you free And now I wonder Why I couldn't see You look so good in love You want him? That's easy to see You look so good in love I wish you still wanted me Darling, I've wasted a lot of years not seeing the real you. But tonight your beauty is shining through. And I never took the time to let you know. So before he takes you away, please let me say. You look so good in love. You want him? It's easy to see You look so good in love I wish you still wanted me I told you to fucking talk <laughs> <laughs> Well, that talk, I'm telling you, that talking shit you know who almost all the country singers like back in the 70s and 80s hated? Conway Twitty. Conway I fucking Twitty. You know why? Because all he had to do was fucking talk. And he had panties thrown. That's all. Every one of our grandmas, every one of our grandmas <laughs> want to take Conway Twitty home. And every one of our grandmas was the sweetest damn old ladies that you ever did see in your life. Yeah, right. But if Conway Twitty came around, all of a sudden, they were harlots. <laughs> <laughs> And all he had to do was fucking talk. That's the that's the craziest damn thing I ever seen in my life. Talk. If they if you can talk in a song, talk. Hold on. Let me For sure. that over for y'all. Y'all switch that over. I need to fix it for a second. You do that, Thank brother. It even feels good when you do it, don't it? <laughs> you better go to every bar when he does that. <laughs> or you better have a whole lot of faith in that young fella. You couldn't have gave me that talent at 21. Or if you did, you'd have to give me a lot of penicillin shots. <laughs> oh, shit, no. 
I guarantee you, that is why the good Lord said, Josh Terry, there, we are not going to let you learn anything about music until you are older in life. Hmm. I would have ruined myself at a very early age. Good for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're a better man than I am. Because I'm a piece of shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. She ain't never gonna let you go fucking place with me. Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder why nobody's old lady likes me. And this moment's like this. Well, That's I know true. you do, but your husband ain't going to goddamn place with me yet either. <laughs> <laughs> or your son, for a matter of fact. <sighs> well, I guess we're gonna do it in the dark now. Do in the dark. Because Whiskey Days is gonna be last. Yeah, for do sure. Whiskey Day. Do, do Whiskey Days. So, day um, this song, this is one of my. Uh, upbeat funny originals that me and Mr. Timothy Rainwater Miss Hannah Milliken wrote and this is the song that made Josh Terry love Aaron Brown so I do, I do love it this yeah. is the you ever heard uh what's the what's the the Corey Smith song fuck Cat no that's the least no that's Lee uh, Tucker's fuck Kathleen fuck the but this is a fuck Kathleen song yeah I don't know if you ever heard fuck Kathleen but my big brother wrote um fuck Kathleen's a party song it's a bar song that this certain song Corey Smith has got um Fuck the Popo. Yeah. There's a certain song, even Dick Down in Dallas. This yeah. is a Dick Down in Dallas song, right? Yeah. So everybody needs one of these. If you're playing bars to get everybody happy and a good mood, you need. If you're gonna play a lot of serious songs, you need a playful ass song, mm-hmm. like one not be taken taken so seriously. This is his. So the first time he gets brought around me, he plays this. And we're we're kind of lit the first time we hear it, and we don't know how to take him, and he didn't know how to take us either. No. And he plays this, and it's a complete icebreaker. And everybody in the room, I mean, we had Lee Tucker and Tyler Branch and some more really good musicians that are just sitting around. And then all of a sudden, Aaron plays this, and we're like, "All right, this is our buddy now. Like, this is our guy. Like, yeah. this is how he got welcome to the family. Exactly. This is." This is a good one. Yes, it is. This is called song. This one's called In the Dark. It's coming out later on this year. I hope y'all like this one. Me and my boys hit the town tonight. Say so you already know it's going down tonight. Shooting whiskey till we see the morning light. Yeah. When I get to the bar, first thing I see Blonde hair and blue eyes staring back at me And those neon lights lighting up the scene Oh, yeah I'm trying to get tipsy I'm trying to get frisky But she looked a lot better in the dark When I got a good man broke my heart Neon lights being lying to me Cause she's so damn ugly, I was so damn drunk I still took her home Got her in the room and took her clothes off And the next thing that I saw had me depressed Hey, Teeth were as yellow as a corn cob That chest was flatter than a black top I had to tell that girl to just go home I'm not even tipsy, not even frisky Cause she looked a lot better in the dark When I got a good looking man, broke my heart 
Neon lights being lined to me Cause she's so damn ugly Yeah, yeah Not even tipsy, and damn sure ain't frisky. But she looked a lot better in the dark when I got a good look about broke my heart. I, neon lights been lying to me, cause she's so damn ugly. I'll tell you, that bitch won us over that night. Because we was fucked up and we thought that was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> that is a wrong character yes. uh, The only thing was like, we knew this motherfucker's lying. He ain't sent a bitch home ever. Because <laughs> you know why? Because we ain't sent one home either. <laughs> that's true. If she came home, she stayed there for a little while at least. And that's in the dark, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. That's a nice song. Thank it's you. funny. <laughs> Look, he's over here like, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> no. You shut up, you good looking son of a bitch. <laughs> Not all of us got that goddamn blessing being six foot tall, good looking. Some of us got to do what we got to do, you know what I'm saying? Like Ronnie Carrington, us shut for it, fuckers got to work for it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We should have got you drunk first. You're, you're funnier. <laughs> Plug your goddamn guitar up there, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Anytime now. There you go. Thank you, sir. Shit. <laughs> oh, damn, I love in the dark. I, I do too. It's I'm, funny. I'm, You're just I'm for some it. yeah, until some this uppity bitch at some bar gets mad about it. It's great. Be like me and Trey, me and Trey was at Live Oak and he played Duke Down Dallas and somebody in the crowd. Me and him talked about it after the riders ran. He's like, somebody fucking hated dick down in Dallas and he said Aaron you know what you gotta do just fuck them don't even worry about it like that's what I am when I sing in the dark like I have some people be like hey dude body image I'm like I'm Aaron fucking Brown I'll sing when I want to so yeah, I, I mean, hate to be like that but in the dark's in the dark so I'm like I, yeah I mean it's I get it you, yeah. you don't have to live and die on that one just for the same just for the reason it's a gimmick song yeah you're a great what you do is very good that is going to be an attention grabber. Same thing I do with the show. I do a lot of shit talking shows, but then we do a lot of like very meaningful shows with domestic violence, yeah. suicide prevention, a lot of stuff with veterans and all that kind of stuff. A lot of stuff with the artists like y'all. I do, but I do a lot of drunk shit talk shows. Yeah. You have to do the gimmick shows. You have to do the gimmick songs. It pulls in people. Oh yeah. It gets like people aware of you. You have to do it. It's like a necessary evil, and some people ain't gonna like it. But almost fuck those people. They don't have That's a sense true. of humor. They're not going to be your demographic. They're not going to like anything you do. Who gives a shit about it? Yeah. And they can't just see the humor in that. Because even a woman, let's be real, a woman's probably took me home before and woke up next to me the next day and been like, what the fuck thing. did yeah. I do? I thought that same thing. Well, yeah. yeah. Exactly I can, right. I can right say that. Song. Don't you say it. You're not allowed to say that, RJ. You're too goddamn pretty. No, you got some Riley Green shit going on over there. Me and him both look like the ugly Luke Holmes. Yes. 
You almost got like this Parker, like part was Parker well, McCullen. I'm telling you, I can't tell you how like many Parker times. McCullen. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that. No, no. A while ago, I caught it. I hadn't seen it before until you sitting on the couch. He looks like Parker McCullen. Yeah, that's what I do. You like Parker McCullen. It's not bad. Parker McCullen's a good looking motherfucker. Yeah. Dustin Heron, hate. By the way, this is funny. Dustin's gonna get mad as fuck. I say this, but I don't care. That curly headed bastard from Alabama. <laughs> he. Wanted to be the hunt and fishing because Dustin is like the real deal farming ass agriculture person. All he does is hunt, fish, farm from Alabama. That is like real deal him. Riley Green came along, and that's really him too. But if you look, but if you look at Riley Green, and then you look at Dustin Heron, and you're like, which one's prettier? It's like, eh. it's not a comparison, and they're both very, very talented. You Riley know, Green's a lot better fucking looking say, than Dustin Aaron. You, you want to know a fact about Riley Green? And nobody knew this besides me. So you know that show Redneck Island by Stone Cold Steve Austin? That's on CMT? Yeah. He was on that. That's I, that's no what I've shit. always... Yeah, he was on Redneck Island. He was on... I didn't was know like, that. Yeah. That's how he got his start, to my opinion. I may be wrong, but he was on Redneck Island. I had no idea about yes. that. By the way, that was my favorite show growing up, by the way. I had no I fucking, I fucking love Stone Cold Steve. I, I was uh, a, dude, you don't even know... I don't even remember that. I don't even. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that? I don't remember that show. But I'm a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah, fan. Yeah, I, I used to be a red, Undertaker is my favorite wrestler of all time. Oh, Stone Cold, I, definitely. Stone Cold, Undertaker. That was my favorite. Him and of all Hogan. Time. Yes. Him and Hogan are mine. Mark Calloway, yeah, the Undertaker. If you're listening brother. to this, Undertaker, if you're listening to this, hit me up. Thank you. <laughs> He'll be on this show one day. He better be. I fucking love. If Undertaker, he don't, I've failed in life. For sure. All right, do something, motherfucker, so we'll shut up. I'm starting to get a buzz. <coughs> <laughs> That's the normal fucking day in the Well, it just went from, like, very up-high mood, but this is this song right here, I don't know what it does to me. You know, they say that when you're on stage, you need to feel a song. You need to feel every song you play. Well, this is the first song I felt on stage, and I could every time I play it, I feel it. So uh, I'm not very good at the, uh, the verses yet, but... Uh, I can, the courses are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old man Wrigley lived in that White House. Send it, son. Down the stream where I grew up. Mama used to send me over things. We struck a friendship Been a few long summers out on his own porch swing. So he was in the war, went in the navy, lost his wife, lost his baby. Broke down and asked him one time, man, how you keep from going crazy? I'll see my wife and son just a little while Ask him what he meant Looked at me and smiled Said raise my hands Bow my head I'm finding more and more truth And the words written in red They 
tell me that there's more to life than just what I can see, I believe. A few years later, I was off at college, talking to mom on the phone one night, getting all caught up on the gossip. Ins and out of a small town life. She said, Oh, by the way, son, mm, old man Wrigley has died. Later on that night, I laid there thinking back. Thought about it a couple of long lost summers. Didn't know whether to cry or laugh. There was anybody deserved a ticket to the other side. It would be a sweet old man who looked me in the eyes, said, Raise my hands, bow my head. I'm finding more and more. Words written in They tell me that there's more to life Than just what I can see I can't quote the book The chapter or the verse You can't tell me It all ends in a slow ride in a hearse I know I'm more and more convinced longer that I live This can't be No, this can't be Can't be all there is Lord, I raise my hands Bow my head Oh, I'm finding more and more truth And the words written red They tell me that there's more to life just what I can see, I believe, oh, I, I believe, I believe. That's your fucking wheelhouse. Yes. <laughs> Sir, that's your, yes. that's your fucking wheelhouse. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell you, there's a great artist that that got me into Wild Wings and every, I think you know him. His name's Matt Pippen. Yeah. Okay. Matt. It's Kayla's daddy. Know. Yeah. But I heard him sing that song that night, and I was like, I have got to fucking learn that song. And I heard him play it at Wild Wings, and I was like, I, I, I the whole next week I spent countless hours trying to learn that song, and I and I sang it to Dad for the first time, and I was like. I just don't know about that last part. Like, I don't know if I can hit that last part. And I kept working at it, kept working at it. And Dad's like, do you, it. So he has a song, not Matt. Um, you know how Matt started, anyway? I know he played for Jason Aldean. He yeah, played for the last. Young Guns. That's how he started. But uh, you need to learn a song. It would be fucking perfect. It's by Ronnie Dunn. But it's called The High Cost of Living. I know a Jamie Johnson no, song. No, 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 no. No, no. It's... Um, Oh, God, in the way things are right now, it's the same tempo, it's the same everything. Uh, do you, I'll play it for you when we get done here. It's not like one of his uh, 
It's not one of his huge ones, but you would f cost of living. It's cost of living. You know what it is. Yeah, you would fucking murder it. That's your wheelhouse. Hold on, let me switch the uh, switch the cable over. No, you. That's your that's your wheelhouse. Have I even mentioned my name yet? I don't know if I haven't. <laughs> I said it would begin, okay, but don't well, worry. You're gonna drop your socials when I we get done. I was about to say I didn't know. Oh no no, we we make sure that's part of it. What you're supposed to be doing right now is people are supposed to be getting to know you, kind of the inside of you, what you like to play, because you want them to go. Did I fucking turn it off? I'm bad about like not muting, and then it sounds like goddamn acapella. Uh, no, what they, what you want people to do right now is just hear you, and uh, we'll drop socials at the end. But you want them to go see, hear your shows, definitely. So you give them just a, you give them a tip right now, not the whole, <laughs> not just a tip. That made you laugh, did it? I should have got you drunk before the show. We'd have more fun. Uh, you just giving them just a tip right now. Uh, one more song a piece, because I think we're at. Because I want to write. I want to write tonight. You got you get both of giving me some good ideas. Yeah, one more song a piece. We'll talk for All a few right. more minutes. And uh, yeah, dude, that right there. Everybody's got to find like their own, like their own little vibe or whatever, like where they fit or whatever. Of everything that you've played. Aaron kind of knows what he's good at already. He's got a little bit more time playing on stage than you do and everything. That kind of stuff right there. That's your shit. I was in the bathroom, and don't get me wrong, like I was already touching myself. <laughs> but I'd have kept touching myself if you'd hit another one of them high nucks. And I'm not even, you know... I ain't got no sugar in my tank, but I might have for a second. You kept, <laughs> you kept hitting them goddamn high notes like that. There's, when, when somebody finds their voice, and like you said before we went in there, like you felt that on stage, that's you finding yourself. Yeah. That's you finding your fucking wheelhouse. That's you finding what you know that you connect with the crowd and you connect with you. Yeah, when you, when you actually get like your set list, what you know what you're good at don't do it for the crowd you're gonna have people forever as long as you're playing for crowds they're gonna ask you to play songs definitely play what you want to play and then let them tip the shit out of you to hear what they want to hear yeah but play what you want to play until they tip the shit out of you because what you're up there you never know who's in that crowd yeah you have you're no right. idea who's sitting there listening to you you have no idea. So always play what you want to play until somebody pays you to play what they want to hear. Yeah. That kind of stuff right there is what you're good at. That's, that's kind of like me. That's a good thing Josh brought that up because a lot of, well, a lot of people about me, about on the songs, about the cover songs we do, do the songs that, that make you who you are. That's kind of like me. Absolutely. Make who you are. The songs I do every night, I put, we have 35 songs. I got a full band. We go on the road. And we, we do like what Trey Lewis does. We do the whole thing where we play the songs. Like, well, not the same songs every night, but we have the songs. And those songs that I have, including the covers and originals, who represents who I am? Like, I have Whiskey Glasses. I have Dick Down in Dallas on there. Dick Down's a fun song. That's another fun song I'm going to do. Uh, Nobody to Blame But Me. I've had a lot of girls walk out on me. That's a great song to open up with. So like, And then you have... I hate to get out my set list like this, but I'm trying to think what else. Uh, you look so good in love, you know. It's like everything that I've seen is who I am as a person, what I've been through to get to that moment. You know what I mean? But 
we're both, I'm 21, you're 21, we're both green. We're, we're just in starting this business. But find the songs that are comfortable when you play shows. And that song you just sung is the one that you need to sing every night. And I'm telling you, you will draw money, brother. I'm telling you. But my experience, I've been doing this thing three years, man. I'm telling you, I know what songs, I, I've got to the point in my career where I know what songs I can do to impact people. And it's not just about the crowd, it's about me, who I am as an artist. You're, you're there. You just got to do it. Just and, do it. That's all. That's and all. It's being also artist like, is. Yeah. And, and both of y'all know this too. You also, everybody's got that set price with what you're doing right now. Yeah. You come in, you come in at a $300 night or whatever it is. That song right there, you do that, turns into a $400 night real quick. Yep. You do more of that. Everybody thinks that, hey, let's play the top 10. No. Yeah. That song right there turns your night into a $500 night real yep. quick. People don't go watch the shit they go watch because they want to hear the shit on the radio. They go watch it because they want to hear you. Yep. You don't even know it. There's going to be five or six people that start showing up at every one of your shows that don't say a fucking word to you. They're not going to say a single word to you, but they're going to be there every time because they made a connection with you because they're going to want to hear you play a certain song the way that you played it. And all of a sudden, I'm telling you, that is why I know everybody's new at this pretty much, but yeah. that's why I know some of my buddies, they make a fucking like a real good ass living off of this. Yeah. And y'all are young enough to where you're going to find out that the more that you put you and what you love into what you do right now, one, it gives you authenticity. Two, you're going to build a better following because people know what they're going to get every single time. And three, there's a chance that somebody's going to hear you and they're actually going to hear what you're all about in the crowd. And there's a chance that somebody's going to be like, hey, I can work with this guy. Yeah. I want to write with this guy. And this seems like somebody that we can do something together with. Yeah. So always just be you. Don't play the shit that – don't go in there saying, oh, I'm going to – even though like I like whiskey glasses probably just as much as everybody else does. It's yeah. a good time. Don't go in there and be like, I got to play all Morgan Wallen songs because that's no, what everybody I tell wants. You, like, I can't sing Morgan Wallen shit. What the fuck? Hey, I'm telling you, I like Morgan Wallen stuff, but I like the slow Morgan yeah. Wallen stuff. I'll listen stuff. to the slow Morgan Wallen stuff all day because it's a fucking banger. Now, if you want to turn up, down, on, or you want to turn some other stuff, I'm going to be like, eh, have you heard like Sand in My Boots? Yeah. Silverado for sale? Yeah. That's some fucking that's some gas now. That's some good shit. I, I, I like Heartless. Heartless is good. Yeah. But like, just, you're doing good. Yeah. That right there, do though. You. Yeah. Just do, do you. you. Be, be yourself. Don't be, don't, don't try to be like somebody else. Be yourself. That's what people like about, especially with me and probably other artists can say their self. Yeah. Be yourself. Don't try to be nobody else. There's a, like, there's a lot of people to get lost in that shit yeah. that where it's like, I'm going to do what everybody else is doing because it looks like they're doing better than me. Well, you got to be opposite. You gotta, yeah, that's exactly you what you got to do. Special. Yeah, a lot of people fuck up because it's where, like, they're doing better than me, so I'm supposed to do what they're doing. But what they fail to realize is those people that are doing better than them, they just maintain. Yeah, They never go up. They're they also down. never go down, though. Like, you're going to have valleys, Yeah, but you don't fucking ever have peaks. Yeah, You fucking do you, you you'll peak. have peaks. You got to go to the peak and wide ride, yeah. wide ride the wave. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last song from each one of y'all. I think you know. What you this can one do it. Is. You can do it if you want to. You can do it. I was gonna do it anyway. I know. I know. Yeah. You can go ahead. You go ahead. 
You want me to tell a story? You, yeah, you, you go ahead and tell a story. story. You okay. tell a story. Well, uh, I want to hear what you say at the show since I'm going to miss some of them. Okay. So uh, this song right here was written by the legendary Josh Terry of the Josh Terry Podcast. Will you podcast. say that one more time? Because it sounded so goddamn good. Yeah, I will say <laughs> I don't think I'll ever hear a woman say that. So you saying it's about as good as it's going to be. I know, get. right. Well, this was written by the legendary Josh Terry of the Josh Terry Podcast. Me and Josh was on the, down the road. We was hanging out doing a writing session. When just didn't know what was going, we was going to do, and went to the liquor store like Josh does, and we went down. Was talk, we was talking about Nashville and all that stuff, and talking about what, what we've done and all that, and pull out of the liquor store, going come back uptown to the studio, and Josh, me and Josh was talking. And I said, he said, Aaron, what kind of idea do you got going on? I said, you know, I was going through a breakup at the time. I once called breakup, but another one let loose. But uh, I told him, I said, I I've been on the whiskey tight drinking song like the drinking songs and josh came with this thing called it's a good day it's a good for a whiskey day or whatever you said and we come back here we sit down and we get started we wrote this song an hour and a half and i think this song's gonna be big for me and josh and we're gonna put this thing out soon hopefully this one's called whiskey days josh i'm proud of everybody for writing this thing hey it wouldn't have been shit without you dude. i know this song this song was special to me because i've been through this shit i think everybody's been through it. that's why me and josh relate to it a lot and i think a lot of people will too this one's called Whiskey Days. This, one, this one's written by Josh, and I wrote the music for it. She told me to just move on and go play all those sad drinking songs. She said, don't cry, don't call, don't pray. There's nothing you can do to make me stay. I'm over these games we play. But before you go, there's something I've got to say. Tomorrow's a whiskey day Just another chance to drink us away From a Jim Beam afternoon To why I'm missing you To knowing why you couldn't stay And that's why them whiskey days are my every days If you weren't here I wouldn't need this glass But I'm too drunk on our past While he's holding you tight I'll dance with your memory tonight I'll spin you around And you'll let me down The pain of losing you will never fade Cause that's why I drink myself Every Tomorrow's a whiskey day 
Just another chance to drink us away From a gym beam afternoon To why I'm missing you To knowing why you couldn't stay And that's why them whiskey days Are my everyday I miss you every day. I miss you every day. I miss you every day. And that's tomorrow's whiskey day. Just another chance to drink us away From a gym beam afternoon To why I'm missing you To knowing why you couldn't stay That's why them whiskey days that's why them whiskey days That's why them whiskey days Are mine Every days I love hearing you fucking do that <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit Oh, I love that. And Josh fucking Terry wrote that song, ladies and gentlemen. You only fucked it up like twice, but it's fine. I know I did. I know. <laughs> that's on my that's on my third time singing it. It's okay. Bitch, you do a great job of Thank it. Thank you. You do a great We just gotta get a woman to harmonize in the background with it. That's what we gotta find. That's why Kayla's stupid ass is supposed to be here. I know. If we get Kayla to harmonize in the background with you doing it. What? What? No. We get a woman to harmonize in the background yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. Dude, we're going to Rachi's one too. Yes, we are. You got to tell me what kind of mood you in, because I got a couple ideas. <laughs> what mood are you in tonight? I don't know. This guy, I'm not even gonna mute it. Just pull it out and put it in. <laughs> <laughs> it might sound nasty to y'all, but it's gonna sound good to us later. <laughs> and here, it only I, I only think it made a lot of noise. Yeah, I put it in slowly. You must have spit it. Never mind. <laughs> How dare I? Uh, yes. Dude, you just such a... I'm, I'm so happy I did that with you. Yes. And we're um, going to record it, too. We got yeah. it, too, bud. What kind of mood are you in before uh, you play your last song? Hmm. A drinking mood. I got a drinking song. Well, I got I got one too. I've been I, I rode down the road one night and I was I was sitting there thinking I said I said this right here these three simple words and I said drinking on a Monday. You're fucking kidding me. You want to know what divine intervention is? I shit you not. I swear to you, this is how I know we're fixing to do something really <laughs> fucking good tonight. What is the notes on my phone right now? What's the last two things on my phone? Yeah. 
What does that say? Did on mean my... you talk about that? No, I, I call you Monday at three almost. No, no, no. That's Sunday. the song that I the, like. I started working with. It's uh, yeah. No, I started. It's uh, I'll tell you about it when we get done. No, okay. literally. We can't give too much away. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Like it's the fact that you just said that. Literally, that's yeah. That's literally. That's this is funny. gonna be great. That's fucking tonight's funny. gonna be wonderful. See, I told y'all puzzle pieces line up when they're fucking supposed to. That's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. We're gonna do something good tonight, yes, we or are. something really bad. So what are you gonna end with? Well, I'm gonna end with this one. Uh, it's, uh, a George Strait song again. I you just can't go wrong with the King, but absolutely not. And uh, I know I said that I I found myself. And I, I really found myself in that Believe song. But this is the first song I got. And I've, I've been told that I need to put a cover out of this. But uh, it's Troubadour. Mm. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, just, I just love this song. Still feel 25 Most of the time I still raise a little cane With the boys Honky tonks and pretty women Lord, I'm still right there with them Singing above the crowd And Sometimes I feel like Jesse James Still trying to make a name Knowing nothing's gonna change What I am I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song But I'll be an old troubadour When I'm gone Well, the truth about a mirror Is that a damned old mirror Don't really tell the whole truth It don't show us deep inside Hurry between the lines It's really no reflection of my youth Sometimes I feel like Jesse James Still trying to make a name Knowing nothing's gonna change What I am I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song But I'll be an old troubadour When I'm gone I was a young troubadour when I wrote in on a song, but I'll be an old troubadour when I'm gone.
Yeah, I'll be an old troubadour when I'm gone. Hey, you're a bad little man. <laughs> you really are, fucker. Well, uh, thank you. We're gonna have fun. Uh, not maybe not even just tonight, but uh, you definitely fit into the plans that me and Aaron have talked about and some other things. Oh, for sure. You definitely, definitely fit into this. Well, yes, good deal. Uh, your mom and daddy did a damn good job with you. Well, mama tried, but daddy got it right. <laughs> hey, that's a song. Well, a mama tried, of course, already is a song. No, no, I don't think the fucking how you just did that was bad. <laughs> I don't. If you don't write that fucking down, I'm fixing to. <laughs> uh, no, shit, that's not. That's a fucking good hook. <laughs> Matter yeah. of fact, if any of you songwriting some of the bitches out here listening right now, because I know y'all do, if y'all steal that, uh, he wrote, he said it first, so it's like timestamp. You can't have it. Uh, but no, um, both of y'all, this is what's great. There's a lot of young talent here, and any of y'all that are in Georgia, any of y'all around, you got a safe place here to come, express it, be creative, and uh, just have fun with us. I don't know what I don't even know if something special comes out of it or not, but there's not enough places to where you can just go. We don't charge for it here. You get to have fun. As long as you can drink a beer and not be an asshole. The only person that gets to be an asshole here is me. Uh besides that, you can go fuck yourself. Um, if you are an asshole, we will show you the door in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure. We got uh Aaron looks like a fucking bouncer at any bar you go to. And I about can out like one. And now we got fucking, I don't know, Parker McCullen, Riley Green looking <laughs> motherfucker over here. He'll just out pretty you. So out you can't pull you. no ass around him unless his girlfriend's around, then <laughs> you can. Uh, but anyway, um, I want both of you to drop your social media handles. Okay. And then uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. And then uh, I guess uh, we're going to write some music. Is that what yeah. we're going to do? Yes. And uh, I guess you got a couch sleep on or you got to get your girlfriend to come back and get you. I wouldn't leave you around us too long. Yeah, no. Because there's obviously a lot of women that are just floating around the studio right now. Uh, you obviously get in trouble. Who's going to go first? I don't both jump at the opportunity to drop go a social ahead. media handle in front of a lot it's of people. It's your first time on the podcast. Go ahead, brother. Uh, RJ Sanders Music uh, is pretty much my Instagram, my Facebook, and my TikTok. I got over 45,000 followers on TikTok, so I'm trying to... That's my uh, strong point right now is uh, TikTok. I'm trying to go somewhere off that. and uh, I don't want to stretch this out too much, but I feel like, you know, what y'all was talking about earlier, that TikTok, I feel like TikTok's a very good platform right it now. It is. To it's go very off. good for marketing. But uh, like I said, RJ Sanders Music uh, on all that. And I also have a website that has a list of all my gigs, uh, rjsandersmusic.com. And uh, you can go on there and see a list of all of my gigs as they uh, unfold. I got about close to 50 gigs so far this year and uh they just keep growing and growing every day so hopefully y'all come out and see me sometime but rj sanders music on pretty much all social media platforms and i hope y'all do because like i said at the beginning of the show i judge this one wrong he's worth going to see and so is aaron aaron drop your stuff my name is aaron brown i'm a country artist out of Baxley, george you can follow me on instagram at aaron brown 100 no aaron brown 100, aaron brown music underscore snapchat aaron brown Talk it up 100 a more times i know right uh, TikTok, Aaron Brown Music 21, and Facebook is Aaron Brown. I have two pages. And by the way, the Aaron Brown In the Dark mini tour starts this month. I will be at Blackbeard Shellman's 
this Saturday doing an acoustic show, and then I'll be around the surrounding areas, and that will be announced in a few weeks. So my name's Aaron Brown. Y'all have a great night. We'll be at a bunch of the, the shows with both of these guys coming up. So yes. uh, you know, make sure you come out to hang out with all of us. And uh, thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. We will catch y'all next time.